Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, living the eternal way, offering insights and practices for spiritually conscious living today with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. To ask questions or join the discussion, email us at yogahour at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, and I'll be sharing with you today some insights and practices from the spiritual tradition of yoga, the ancient universal science of self and God realization. Yoga is a Sanskrit word familiar to many today, um, but not all understand its deepest meaning of oneness, union, or unity, and uh, that it refers to living in wholeness as we bring our attention and our awareness to rest consciously in our essential spiritual nature. We then can live the wisdom of the soul, letting it light the path of action in the world. So yoga is self-realization, knowing our true spiritual nature and living in harmony with it. And in support of living in harmony with our true nature, today's uh, program topic is Rasayana, Elixirs of Rejuvenation for Women's Wellness, which will benefit women and men. Um, we are uh, honored to welcome Acharya Shunya Pratichi Mathur, who is here with us for an inspiring exploration of the timeless wisdom, lifestyle practices, and spiritual contemplations that are particularly supportive for women's wellness. We're going to be drawing from the deep well of Ayurvedic wisdom and looking at how we can claim or reclaim our balance, beauty, and vitality. Acharya Shunya Pratichi Mathur is the founder and director of Vedika Global. She is the inheritor and documenter of wisdom from a long lineage of sadhus and scholars devoted to serving humanity through the Vedic Vidyas, or the avenues of wisdom, significantly Vedanta, Yoga, and Arvade. Besides being the primary teacher and spiritual inspiration for Vedika Global and the spiritual head of the Vedika Gurukulam, Acharya Shunya also serves as the director, as a director on the board of Tatatstu, So Be It magazine. And she is president of the board of directors of the California Association of Ayurvedic Medicine. You can visit her website, which is Vedika Global, V-E-D-I-K-A, global.org. Welcome, Acharya Shunya. I'm so delighted you're joining us on the Yoga Hour today. Namaste, Yogacharya. It is just so great to be here with you. And I've been hearing some of the shows on Yoga Hour, and they are so deeply thought-provoking. So I want to thank you for this seva. Thank you so much. And um, before we dive into our topic of rejuvenation and Rasayana, let's take a, a rejuvenating moment of meditation. Om. It is 
possible to find rejuvenation, restoration in one moment, in one conscious moment of drawing our scattered attention away from external stimulation and bringing that attention to rest in the stillness of the divine self within us. So let's do that now. Just let your breath be the vehicle that helps you to draw your attention within. Breathing in, we acknowledge one life, one power, one presence, one reality that is called by many names. That reality is the source of life and the support of all life. And so it is in this moment that we find divine support right where we are, right within us. Breathing in, feel that you dive into the ocean of bliss, of peace, of healing power. Breathing out, let go of stress, anxiety, or concerns. With a momentary pause like this, just a moment of meditation, we can gather up the peace within us that emanates from our essence of being. Invite that peace to pervade the mental field, our emotional nature, and our physical body. Let us now decide, intend to let that peace overflow as a blessing for all beings everywhere. In the fast-paced culture that we live in today, being able to restore our energy, our health, our sense of well-being is so important. Acharya Shunya, what is the Ayurvedic view of rejuvenation? What can Ayurveda teach us about this ancient art that is so needed in our modern lifestyle? Yes, so needed in our modern lifestyle indeed. Well, the Ayurveda Rishis Umaji remind us that because of the tremendous balancing power of consciousness that resides within us as Chaitanyam or Atman and is always trying to restore us to our true nature, which is Swastaha or Arogyam, uh, we must simply follow the dictates of this consciousness And um, as you mentioned in your guiding meditation, that um, spiritual guidance and help and support is available to us at all times. And Ayurveda is this amazing ancient science that seems to have addressed this uh, as a main uh, principle. In fact, uh, Umaji, when Ayurveda defined the human being, it mentioned to us that you are not just your ailing body and you are not just your stressed mind. And the rishis, uh, you know, chanted to us, Sharirindriya Sattvatma Samayogo Dhari Jeevitam Nittagaschanubandascha Paryayrayurucchate That you are a dynamic combination of the body, the senses, the mind, but don't forget you are also pure consciousness. And only when you bring all these together will there be the flow of life. Otherwise, the flow of life will be interrupted in the form of suffering, physical, mental, or spiritual. And in a way, what we are all trying to do here through our various projects, through the Yoga Hour, through your work at the center, all of us in this collective community are trying to restore a memory that we are complete and whole. And I'm just so happy that Ayurveda talked about it thousands of years ago. 
Mm, and of course, um, I think many of our listeners are familiar that, that Ayurveda is, um, considered to be the sister science of yoga. And together, uh, they are such a winning combination because we understand the yoga, uh, to, to be, um, balance really, um, bringing together harmoniously all of these parts of our being, um, the mind, the body, and the spiritual essence so that that we can live from the deep center of ourselves, you know, freed from the distress of fragmented consciousness. Um, I want to mention to our, our listeners that we, that you have a wonderful article um, called You Can Boost Your Immunity that has just come out in the summer issue of Enlightenment Journal. Um, and, and so tell us about um, rejuvenation and uh, immunity. Um, you know, how, how do those relate and, and what is uh, Ojas and what does that have to do with it all? Ah, what is this uh, immunity and what is this rejuvenation that Ayurveda talks about? Well, Ayurveda rishis were the first to say that, oh, ailing, suffering human being, please stop thinking of your body as a battleground. First of all, I have hidden in your body some amazing gems that can allow you to rejuvenate if you just first go to a teacher or turn in and, you know, read an ancient book and understand where we are leaving all this knowledge for you. So what I'm mentioning to the listeners here is what is con- contained in the ancient text, and they talk about this um, rare and potent ability to self-heal, self-regenerate, and rejuvenate that has been given to us human beings, and it is contained in the principle of ojas, or oja. And uh, yes, aging is there. Yes, diseases occur due to seasons, due to uh, wear and tear, due to other factors. But if we put all of that aside, um, in the natural flow of life, uh, aging can be a beautiful process, but premature aging is not required. Decay and degeneration before time is not required. And Omaji, you know that the Arishis taught us that, you know, Jivema Sharda Shatam, that maybe live for a hundred years and that also fully healthy, fully vital and beautiful and enjoying our life. So there was no depressed, sad, <laughs> melancholic mm-hmm. affair around the body, thank God. Mm-hmm. And this Oja is so, it, when we were born, the Ayurvedic texts say, eight drops of this vital Oja were put in each one of our hearts. Isn't that special? Mm-hmm. And it is here in our heart that our Atman, our soul resides, our higher consciousness resides. And here in our heart, in our Hidayam, which is such an important space for all of us yogis, uh, lives our eight drops, the Shadabindu of Ojas, and they support us through the wear and tear of life. So first of all, if any of the listeners felt that their life is over and it's hopeless, they surprise themselves by their miraculous recovery, and that is because of the special gift from that one uh, special intelligence that is throbbing to us. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, this urge qualitatively is also circulating through our rasarakta or through our body fluids and blood. And this second type of urge, uh is known as apara urge, can increase or decrease in quality and quantity, Omaji, based on the foods we eat, based on the herbs we can choose to take, and even certain behaviors called acharasayana that we can adopt. And those special foods, behaviors, and magical herbs that increase the quantity and quality of the circulating oja and hence make us amazing super beings, Mm-hmm. is what Ayurveda talks about. That's what I've shared in the article, and that's what I'll be talking about at the workshop that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I think it's just useful to underscore, you know, as you have been saying um, since we began, really, that the great uh, healer is the divine self within us. 
um, that power within us. And then we have the gifts that have been given to us by the, the rishis, by the sages through the ages um, of ways that we can support our own healing and wellness. As I was listening to you um, talk about rejuvenation and immunity and Oja, I was thinking about an experience I had many years ago. I was so excited to have the opportunity to <laughs> go for a healing a treatment and a retreat with a world-renowned um, uh, Ayurvedic healer and, you know, to go through the Panchakarma cleansing program and all of that. And it was very good, but I had the mindset, you know, when I went, like, oh, you know, I'm going to be with this famous healer and now, you know, all of it, and, and he will take care of all of my ailments. <laughs> and, um, you know, of course, it was a very good experience. But in the end, what I came away with was the self is the healer. You know, the capital S, self, is the healer. And that is within us all. And so I think, you know, Ayurveda helps us to turn that around. You know, this idea that something external is going to fix us. Um, yes, there are wonderful external supports, but really the healer is the self. You said it, Omaji, Apanoti Sarva Mityatma. Indeed, this, um, you know, this self is what we worship. And um, it's just so beautiful that um, it reminds us of the self and then also has some tools, like you mentioned, where you can then bathe it in the glory of the self. Then when you're doing the Panchakarma, when you're taking those herbs, when you're consuming those Rasayanas, you almost feel like you're in a Harry Potter world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the magic is inside you. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, there are so many um, elements of Rasayana treatment. Um, and when we come back in the next segment, we'll talk more um, principally about women's wellness, a little bit about Shakti the power of the divine feminine and um, how that can be uh, supportive of us. You're listening to the Yoga Hour with special guest Acharya Shunya Pratichi Mathur, the founder and director of Vedika Global. I want to point you to her website is vedicaglobal.org. And when we come back from the break, we're going to dive into women's wellness in particular. We'll be right back with Shakti. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. My mind and body are in an ongoing conversation. My body responds to my thoughts, and my mind continually receives messages from my body, especially when something is out of order. However, I am more than mind and body. I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am first and foremost spirit. As I bring my spiritual awareness into the conversation between mind and body, I keep myself in balance. I know my body and its needs. I nurture it with food and water, rest and exercise. I also send an affirmation of life and renewal to every cell of my being. With spirit-centered thoughts, words, and actions, I claim my true identity as a whole and healthy expression of God, mind, body, and spirit. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com.
Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. We now return to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and I'm joined today by Acharya Shunya Pratichi Matur. And in this segment, we're going to be exploring women's wellness. Um, We're going to talk about the role of Shakti, the power of the divine feminine in rejuvenation. And I want to start off this segment by saying, ever since I heard the word rasa, you know, there are just some words that grab you. And that one grabbed me. I was drawn to it. I was intrigued by it. You know, what is that? And of course, it has a very deep meaning, uh, taste, essence, savor, juice, or the nectar of delight, meaning the delight of existence. So how wonderful is that? This delight of existence is natural to us, but I think it is fairly easily lost in our fast-paced lives. And so this is where uh, Rasayana comes in. And so let, I'm going to just sort of pass this ball to you now, Shunyaji, with um, the role of Shakti, what Rasa is, and and especially how women um, who can so easily, you know, we can so easily deplete our vital force trying to take care of everyone, including the universe. Um, how can we make sure that we're staying connected to this sweetness of life and our own essence of being? I think um, uh, I, can, I know why you are intuitively getting excited by the word rasa and then the word shakti because I think um, they're so interconnected, you know. And um, let me talk about shakti and then lead into rasayana, if I may. Very good. Uh, you know, shakti has a huge role to play in Ayurveda because, in fact, the state of balance, you know, mind-body-spirit balance in Ayurveda is referred to as the as prakriti. And prakriti is also a reference to primordial state of shakti or primordial shakti. And many students who, uh, we have a self-healing year here at Vedika Global, and many students who walk in totally depleted and dried out, if I may, from the juice of health, life, vitality, and excitement. And uh, through the sadhana of Ayurveda, through sacred rituals and the permission to self-love and methods to self-love and the intake of choice rasayanas, we find that what emerges first is not tangible in terms of blood tests or a change in weight or necessarily a reduction in a skin condition, but what we notice is the emergence of a certain shakti. And this shakti is almost like a precursor to the rasa of health. So this shakti is about energy, the creativity, the rhythms of existence, and how they're compelling interconnection, it kind of gives birth to a long, suppressed inner voice. And mm-hmm. this is so sophisticated, so subtle, this Shakti, that it just tends to attract everything positive and just, you know, almost lightly, just almost in a laughing way, dispel negativity, Umaji. And mm-hmm. so this human being who had walked in really tired, and I'm talking about these women because... We attract a lot of women in our classes, 
And um, there is something about infusing uh, the woman with an inner power, but it's inner. It's mm-hmm. inner, and it comes in through meditation, through pranayama, through quiet contemplation and reflection, through all the yogic steps that are very much integral to Ayurveda also. So um, magic seems to be a big word for me today. But I really believe that, uh, you know, as opposed to the traditional wellness approach that requires a timetable of recovery and it's going, you know, a prognosis, a diagnosis, there is almost like a magical realm that opens and uh, there is the crafting and expression of dazzling health. So these are unacknowledged sources of energies. But they're lying within us, and that's why they are the divine feminine. They are the Shakti, and they enhance our life force. They, we take an ordinary Rasayana, which is not ordinary because the Ayurveda rishis call them Divya Rasayana, divine Rasayanas. But when they are consumed and by our Shakti, they just become something else altogether. Mm, so this been... Rasayana, this Rasa, it's very important, and, uh, you know, all our vidyas, all our bodies of knowledge uh, from the ancient sages have talked about various types of rasas that make our life joyful and actually take us towards the path of, um, you know, union, yoga, and um, happy to be talking about it. Well, Inyo and I think you have described something, of course, that is so powerful. You know, when we get out of balance and a condition then appears, and in the teachings of uh, Aravid, a condition at the physical level is something that is um, a sign of an imbalance that has gone untreated for some time. You know, by the time it shows up at the physical, uh, and the physical level, it's an imbalance that has been going on. You know, and the in the uh, mental and emotional um, planes of our being, and so often I think in uh, natural methods of healing in Ayurveda and and the way yoga brings balance in life, it's not to focus first on a condition, but to focus first on the self and to restoring balance and strength. So just as we were talking in the first segment, so that divine self can bring forth the light of healing. You know which is which is innate to us, um, but let's turn our attention a little more specifically to to women, women's health, and what um, rasa has to do with women. You you, you talked about, um, and I I like the way you used the description of you know just being dried up because I think um, you know this fast paced living technology, the tendency to overwork, to overconsume, you know all these things have a way of drying up our vital force, our energy, our passion, you know, for, for living. You know, so many people are even sleep deprived. And so um, come back now to this um, word rasa and this delight. And, um, you know, it's connected in so many ways to women's health and well-being. Um, and so tell us about the role of beauty. And I'll plant a little seed and, uh, and say we're going to talk also about the role of sex and sexual power and energy in health and well-being. So I know everybody's going to stay listening now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I may take a moment to to just utter a few lines of a beautiful shloka from Charak Sahita, our ancient text, thousands of years old, because it is kind of going to wrap up everything we talk about. So um, Charak, Rishi Charak says that uh, the effect of rasa, and he says, Rasayana, he says, the action that it will have in our being would be, Dirgma ayuhu smritim medhamarugyam tarunam vayaha prabhavarna sarautaryam deendriya balamparam vakasiddhim pranatim kantim labate narasayanat. So um, the rishis are promising that when we take these rasayanas or we incorporate them in our life through special foods, special herbs, and special behaviors, then what happens is you are guaranteed that you won't die before time. You will have excellent memory, intelligence, 
and more importantly tarunam vayaha a youthful body you will start looking younger than you are prabhavarna swaradarya lustrous skin your complexion will radiate a divine radiance and voice your voice will change what kind of voice will you have you will have vakasiddhim means your words will seem to manifest what they say they will do a new power will come into them and you will gain a lot of respect all around you your body your senses your strength all of them will become optimum and kanti so much like a supernatural glow will be around you i ask you uma ji if this is not beauty what is you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they not didn't stop at that they clarified certain special rasayanas called shri kamya rasayana shri means lakshmi so as you know so shri kamya rasayanas for women to take which enhance beauty so haridra manjishtha swarna these are some of the herbs i will be talking about later and these when they are taken in in a certain way early in the morning or with certain accompaniments like milk etc they just go into the body at a nanoparticle level they go into every cell and they they work with the cells that lives everywhere and change the entire intelligence of how everything is uh, you know working this is way ahead of ge- genetics and way way ahead of the times and the science of today cannot even cognize how they work but i see the work of rasayana in imparting beauty youth and self love mm-hmm. for now many many decades and um, i'm enjoying it mm-hmm. and you can see that light um of the inner self begin to shine through the body vehicle when when balance is restored through these various rasayanas which are um restorative um practices i don't i don't know that we've actually defined it, it yet so far in the program um so they're they're restorative um practices restorative herbs um gems um it's a it's a full spectrum of ways that we can enhance um our well-being our energy and um help to have the kind of balance that allows us to bring forth that power and energy of the divine self that was such a beautiful verse that you uh quoted and and thank you so much for that such a uh, and and I want to invite you to bring that to the women's uh workshop the women's retreat um because that will be a beautiful one to to contemplate um this the beauty that can come to us in in so many ways and now we're talking about energy and of course um you know our sexual power and energy um relates to our health and our well-being so say a little bit about that in terms of a, a woman's um sense of power um rasa delight what about that it's the center of uh, our physical existence is our sexuality and ayurveda has defined sexuality as uh, something that not only defines our uh, our procreative ability or our sexual ability is not limited to only procreation sorry for repeating myself but um they say that the shukra dhatu or the sexual tissue lives in every cell of our body and it is this sexuality that is um um pretty much saturating our being and it comes to a peak when we turn 16 17 18 but even till the last day of our life it remains in our entire being maybe we cannot create an offspring maybe we cannot necessarily um you know be um having a high libido but this sexual um energy this state 
is our true state. It's our natural state. And so there is a beautiful um, accommodation of the sexual being in the spiritual being. There is like an innocent coming together of them, which I really enjoy, Umaji. And uh, there is a um, whole sub-science of Ayurveda called Rasayana and Vajikarna, which are dedicated to sing the sexual powers of every male and female. In fact, it begins um, uh, very early on by giving the right Rasayana at every decade of life. And so at age from, zero, from 1 to 10, we would be asked to give certain Rasayanas to bring strength to the body from 11 to 20 to bring about growth and also to enhance the uh, potential sexual powers. Uh, and um, special herbs like Shatavari, Kapikachu, Ashwagandha, these are herbs, or they are also known as Rasayanas. Some of them are Rasayanas. They are consumed with milk, with food, on a day-to-day basis to become um, deeply sexual. And what that does is it makes us creative, and it makes us look beautiful, and a healthy sexual being, according to Ayurveda, is a mentally healthy person. It's an emotionally healthy person. And then when time is right, they are also ready for the spiritual path. And um, I'm not sure if I've been able to address your question completely, because I know it was like opening a door to a very beautiful um, garden, but uh, the gardener is the self, and many, many special tools are provided to, uh, to, to really employ a wonderful sexual energy and use it for health, well-being, and mental, spiritual joy. I really um, thank you for that um, reflection on the energy of our sexuality. I, and I brought it up because I think it's so important um, because there's a tendency so often on the spiritual path for people to um, divide it up and think uh, not only the physical life is not worth so much attention, but especially people don't know what to do with their sexuality. And so to find a way to honor um, that aspect of our being and to understand it as connected to our creative energy and uh, how it is important to us is, is really lovely insight. We're getting ready uh, to take a break now, and then when we come back, um, we'll continue a little bit with this idea of rasa um, and look at how we actually become rasa or delight for others uh, and the world itself. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and you've been listening to the Yoga Hour with special guest Acharya Shunya Pratichi Mathur. Her website is vedicaglobal.org. We welcome your comments and questions. You can contact us at yogahour at unity.fm. We'll be right back with you. state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. 
you can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. Notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. If you have a question, please submit it via email at yogahour at unity.fm and we will respond. Now, back to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien, and my guest today is Acharya Shunya Pratichi Matur. And in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation about rasa, uh, delight, the delight of existence. And uh, I want to start off this last segment by saying, you know, that this... This teaching about delight, about the juiciness of life, um, being able to have our passion, our enthusiasm, is not just for ourselves. And in fact, that is is really contraindicated. I mean, you can't really have um, rasa just for yourself. (laughs) It's a universal principle. And so when we talk about this delight in existence, we we really can think about it in the highest way, um, which is becoming, becoming rasa for others and for our world. So Shunyaji, what is the vision that you have of this? And I know it's so directly connected to the work that you do. You know, how is it that we can become uh, this delight uh, for others and for the world? Thank you for asking that question because it really does connect to everything that I do and everything I'm trying to embody, Omaji. And I see it in you too. Uh, I think that's why I was attracted um, to talk to you among thousands of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yes, the, the divine Shakti arranged that. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> so I do believe that when we become full, we flow over. And when we flow over, we rarely even experience any difficulty. But if we are dried, that seems to be a nice simile for us to talk about. When we are dried up and we have no juices, uh, you know, then uh, any extra email or any extra request from us seems to be like, um, you know, a Herculean effort and some kind of indignity imposed upon us. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, with myself, I take responsibility to be experiencing the rasa of my divine shakti and making sure that I'm doing my own sadhana, I'm taking my own herbs, I'm cooking the foods I want to eat, I'm taking the rest I want to rest, I'm having the right attitudes and perceptions towards life, right behaviors, so that I am filled up and then I flow over. And I do believe that when I will be healthy and happy and I can naturally express my beauty, my divine beauty, my God-given intelligence, my birthright, which is joy, my authenticity and strength. And from this natural positioning that my inner rasa is orchestrating for me, I will be able to make a unique contribution to my loved ones and to our world. 
and I will find more people and community around me that is also saturated in this rasa. This journey of the rasa is amazing. You walk out alone and you're surrounded by these dried out, thirsty, parched people, and then you start becoming filled with the rasayana or the rasa, the joy of life, and then you find that you have friends and community and teachers and knowledge that is just supporting you. So I think this word rasa can become like a life quest for people on a spiritual path. And uh, I teach the same to my students. So I say that uh, follow these three values from my teachers. I mean, all, all lineages have wonderful values, but we just embody three values. And I'd love to share with you that use satsanga with, you know, right knowledge and wonderful teachers, masters, to fill yourself up with rasa and say, I deserve it. Then do sadhana because no teacher can really go home with you and make sure that you're eating the right thing or, you know, doing the right thing. Then that's your sadhana by yourself. And then ultimately it will flow out as seva. Mm -hmm. And this fruit will flow out from you. And that seva, you will not be keeping an account of what you did and having your ego get either overexcited or depressed, but it would just be something that's flowing from you. A river doesn't know or keep count of how many thirsty people it has quenched, you know, how many thirst it has quenched. It's just being a river, mm -hmm. and it takes care of an entire culture. The whole Rishi culture, the whole Yoga, Ayurveda, Vedanta grew on the banks of River Saraswati, and she doesn't keep count of who all she took care of. So I think it's just that, this rasa of the river and the rasa of my being, can they be eternal, perennial, and as you mentioned, Umaji, they can be that if they are connected to the self, which is eternal. <laughs> Yes, I, I, I appreciate your sharing of those three values of satsanga, sadhana, and seva. Um, you know, it was really my experience as well with yoga. You know, at first, um, I came to yoga parched, as you have described to the students coming in, you know, parched, really looking, um, for, uh, healing, um, and looking to find the essence of, of life. And I, I felt some relief, you know, that yoga would take me out of the world. And, um, because I wanted some relief you know, from the stress which yoga brings. But what I discovered is that yoga does take us out of the world, but then um, in a restored way, a transformed way, it brings us back to the world and teaches us, you know, how to live in the world um, in a way that we do not um, become uh, depleted, but we are actually able to live, as you described so beautifully, you know, as the the flowing river um, and to be able to give, you know, from that inexhaustible essence of being. But it, to be able to do that, we have to um, pay attention to self-care as you described in terms of your own lifestyle. Um, so before we finish today, um, let's just touch on that, on some of the ways that um, the Rasayanists give us um, a strength in our self-care. You know, one of the ways, of course, is mindful uh, rituals. And um, so just maybe share one or two of, of what that might be, uh, a mindful ritual to, to help us stay centered um, and being able to be in the world, you know, drawing from that inexhaustible source within us. Uh, mindful rituals adorn the Ayurveda um, science, and there is a whole sub-science called the Swastavritta, which is all about leading a mindful lifestyle, and it is dotted with mindful rituals. For example, even the humble task of bathing or showering, uh, is, uh, which, which is called snanam, in Ayurveda is converted into a spiritual task where certain specific mantras saying thanks to the eternal river are chanted. 
Similarly, Brahma Murta awakening or early rising awakening, either just before the sun rises or just around that time. And the first thing to do is to look at your own hands and seek the power there and say some mantras and then run this hand over yourself. So seeing the hand as an abode of Saraswati, Lakshmi, and Vishnu, and then running those hands over yourself, blessing your own self. Who do we need? Who do we need to bow to? What do we need? All the power, all the peace, all the abundance, all the knowledge is within me. I bless me. And what this does is give countless people who are hopeless and who are feeling neglected or rejected some kind of shakti, uh, shakti path from your own hands. And this is mentioned in Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how psychosomatic can it get? <laughs> it's really beautiful. And, you know, we're preparing, of course, um, to offer this retreat uh, in July, July 24th through 27th at uh, CSE in San Jose on women's um, yoga and meditation for for women and we'll be talking about many of these um rituals and you know one of the um thoughts that i had read many years ago that really stayed with me was a actually was a christian um, mystic who said women tend to see themselves too much from the outside and uh uh, you know, to use the external as our point of reference. And certainly, you know, our culture uh, amplifies that for us. Um, but as you describe these mindful rituals and learning how to connect with the self and bless the self, this is such a powerful way um, for women and men alike to um, remain uh, centered and to be able to bring their divine uh, energy um, forth in, in in living fully. Um, we're going to be uh, concluding in just a couple minutes, but before we do, um, let's let's conclude with meditation. We never want to leave that out about you know how why meditation is so important to this uh, energy of rasa. I think uh, meditation helps us connect to the inner rasa. The meditation is um, uh, a deep surrender to the the thoughts and distractions of this world. And when we let go of ragadvesha, aversions and dislikes, then what remains but the rasa of satchitananda or satyam gnanam anantam brahma, that inner, that inner being which is self-luminous, which is the atma jyoti, that light, and uh, it has been uh, rightly described as amrit or nectar. So partaking the nectar, enjoying that rasa, is only possible when we close our eyes and we withdraw our uh, indriyas, our senses. We do some kind of a pratyahara, and as we sit down in a comfortable position, we are saying to this samsara or to this world, okay, you carry on. I know that you are there and you are not there, but I am always there. Uh, You are mithya, you are coming and going. I am eternal, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to go inside me where... Satyam or truth lives, and it is in the form of Amrit. It is a unique rasa. So this is called Divirasa, the divine essence, the divine taste. It is not found in any food, any <laughs> activity outside. <laughs> it can only be found inside. And um, I just wanted to share with you that... Um, there were um, a, a story shared by my Baba, my teacher, with me, and he said there was a man who was lost in the forest, and, uh, you know, he couldn't, uh, uh, he was so desperate, he thought he would die. And then he found another man, and he was so grateful, and he, you know, he sang poems of thanks to that person, and that person said, calm down, I'm lost too. <laughs> so, you know, it just makes me feel better to have you here. Now we'll be together lost. And that other guy said, Okay, um, 
that makes me feel better too. And then, you know, they create a little community there of the lost world. However, I asked my Baba, I said, Baba, how are they ever going to get out? He said, well, it's really easy. All they have to do is close their eyes and meditate and they'll find their way out. (laughs) That really stayed with me. That's a lovely story. So the right there was the beginning of uh, satsanga, and we hope that their next their next step would be the sadhana that free <laughs> them. So, I hope so. Um, it has been such a joy to share this yoga hour with you, Shunya Ji. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. And I want to remind the listeners for information about Vedika Global. Be sure to visit uh, Vedika V E D I K A Global dot org. And you are warmly invited to join uh, Shunya G, myself, and Sally Kempton, author of Awakening Shakti, for the upcoming meditation and yoga retreat for women at CSE July 24 to 27. Visit csecenter.org for more uh, information or to register. And if you're not already a subscriber and you would like a free issue of the magazine Enlightenment Journal, uh, this summer it, it, issue that has the article by uh, Acharya Shunya about boosting your immunity, write to us at yogahour at unity.fm and we will send you a free copy. Uh, Tune in next week. Sally Kempton will be with us talking about that divine Shakti. Until then, remember to let your inner light, your rasa, your joy, your essence of being shine into the world and share your peace and your joy with all that you meet. Bye now. Thank you again, Shunya Ji. Thank you. It was a pure satsang to be with you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific for practical, purposeful methods for spiritually conscious living every day. The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way. Only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by friends and members of the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California, a ministry in the tradition of Kriya Yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization. www.csecenter.org. Request free literature by writing info at csecenter.org. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Your friends at Unity invite you to reflect on these words from Rev. Jim Rosemurgy. Pause and take a deep breath. When you are ready... Affirm silently to yourself, Sweet, sweet spirit, I desire a closer walk with you. Show me the way. I am listening. Take time now in the silence to get in touch with the spiritual guidance within you. Have faith that your next step, your unfolding, your spiritual growth is coming to you in divine order through your spiritual instinct or your spiritual knowingness. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Oprah Winfrey says that Eric Butterworth's book, Discover the Power Within You, changed her perspective on life and religion. Maya Angelou quotes Emily Cady's Lessons in Truth as she recalls her own spiritual awakening. 
What do these books have in common? They share Unity's classic teachings. Join Rev. Laura Beth Gilbreth, Minister of Unity Transformation, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic teachings. Follow along and contribute your thoughts, questions, and ideas as we examine these foundational teachings through the works of Unity authors past and present. Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic teachings, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 